Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without some good beer to drink, too. It's Brian here in North Texas. And I'm joined tonight. Wow. Like I'm that? sorry. Wait. Give it just a second there. No, you don't want to let it <laughs> breathe that, too uh, much. A little bit of a throwback there, Brian. Yeah. You don't want to let that breathe too much and give people time no, to think about don't. it. You just got to yeah. keep plowing forward. Frank and Austin, yeah, are you? You can uh, tweet at us what uh, song he was referencing there. Um We'll give you one chance to try again. Um, <laughs> again <laughs> one on more time. chance to pick yourself up and try again? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, you can brush it off and try again. Okay. Um, so that's enough hints. Mm. Hopefully we have some throwback fans there. Tweet at NoBeerLeftCast. We'll throw you a koozie or something. <laughs> Brian was literally sitting there thinking of this joke. Nope. How long did you stew on this one? Came to me just naturally. Just I don't believe the tip that. Of the tongue, second, off the tip of the tongue. I feel like you were playing some video games and you were like, we haven't been on in a while. I'm going to hit him with this. Thing off and try again. <laughs> Let me dust off. Dust. Uh, World War Three is going on in my backyard right now. Yeah, apparently. what the fuck is going on? Shut up. I don't know. Wow! Wow! Well, he is very vocal. Well, uh, as well he should. The weather's changing. He doesn't yeah. have any testicles. You know, he doesn't not this year. No, sir. Yeah. Uh, this time <laughs> last year, shit, because he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Has he done anything? Uh, any other ass assholeish behaviors lately? Oh, uh, I mean, he's got something every every day, pretty much. Pretty much that you're like, yep, that's just you. Um, one of the funnier things the other day is he started discovering cigar butts. Oh, okay? Lord. So he's like truffling through the freaking yard, uh-uh. finding cigar butts that I had discarded in the garden to decompose. <laughs> I swear, I kid you not, he brought one out that was like nice and moldy, right? Yeah. Like it had started to grow the the penicillin. Uh-huh. And it's really good for your garden uh-huh. um, to have mold growth. So... It, like, aerates your soil in the winter and whatnot. And, yeah, he digs this up and brings it out. And he's just like, ew, is that shit in his mouth? <laughs> hey. Found out it was a cigar butt after making him drop it and not touching it until I could valid- validate the fact that it was, in fact, a cigar butt. It was, in fact, not shit. Hey, yeah. hey, a dog running around with poop in his mouth is nothing new around my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> At, uh, I, I I'm proud to say that unless it's horse poop, it probably won't be my dog. That's good. Yeah, uh, all love to eat horse poop except Earl. Earl doesn't eat anything that's not mm-hmm. certified organic, sustainably grown. It's my boy. And certified humane. Yeah. <clears throat> that's my boy. I like. I love. I love me some Earl. Uh, 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 news on the old spike front. Proof up spike mm-hmm. on Instagram for those of you who want to follow along. You what? At brewpup under, underscore spike. Uh, that's his Ooh. Instagram tag. Anyway, uh, he has stopped eating poop, so that's a win. Um, he's also uh, growing hair back on his head where he rubbed his head bald. Did he have mange? No, he literally would just tuck himself in the same, like, too small oh, yeah, of an area. Yeah, he would, he would tuck himself in between the wall and my... Uh, like nightstand next to my bed 
And he would just like lay there all night and all day. Okay. And he just uh, had a giant bald spot in his head. So the hair's growing back, so that's nice. Got that going for that's us. That's good. Brief scare. We are like, what the fuck's going on here? Uh, and he uh, is not pulling my arm out of socket whenever we go on our morning walks. So, guys, Brewpup Spike on Instagram. Check him out. He's a internet sensation, basically. Sweep, wow. Sweeping the that's nation. Unbelievable. I know. Small miracles, Frank. Small miracles. Yeah. Speaking of small miracles, no one thought he could do it. Yeah, they said it couldn't be done, and uh, here we are, in the face of adversity, growing hair back on a five-year-old dog's head. You know, yeah. Sprinkled some of that fake hair on. I uh, got it. To I was stick. just going to say, did you get him a subscription to Four Hymns or whatever it's called? Yeah, Four Hymns. Use promo code No Beer Left Behind and underscore Spike for all of your hymns needs. Now, Frank, uh, speaking of small miracles, you. Uh, but by the grace of uh, Almighty uh, Gambrinus, God of Beers, you're here with us tonight, even though you've been ill. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, whatever this year's version of flu cold shit is, if you get it, yeah, it out of commission, three days. Flu cold minimum. shit. Minimum three days. <laughs> like, you feel like sleeping when you wake up after sleeping 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds right. <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah. So I started feeling this way Friday, and today was the first day that I didn't sleep till 1 o'clock. Ladies and germs, we are on Tuesday. So that is a pretty good amount of yeah. time that you felt like shit. <laughs> yeah. God. So it was pretty intense. Um, I am starting to, like, you know when you get to the end of it, you start coughing up lungs and stuff? And you're like, hey, I didn't know that was in there. I didn't know all that could fit there. Oh, just wait, dude. You you yeah. are describing what I've been going through. So what you're like, if you hit it like I did, this isn't the end, my friend. You are just in the first third of what's going on. Oh. I'm I'm hoping I don't have the same thing because I definitely am done with this. Like. Yeah, the sleep's not good. You wake up in the middle of the night with like sinus headaches and stuff, and yeah, yep. it's feeling hot, very I hot. I spent uh, I spent like six nights straight on the old couch behind me in the brew room. This is the only place that I could sit upright and not cough my head off for an entire night. Yeah, not sleeping either. No, no, like, absolutely not sleeping. Just yeah, not you sit there and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. So this is I, I listen to the BBC religiously when I fall asleep. Yeah, Weird. and. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> when you hit and the BBC, right, it's all perfectly timed. Like on the half hour, they hit the news spot and there comes a time that they no longer update the news. It just <laughs> repeat for about four hours. They don't record a new news. Spot. Oh God. So you don't know what time it is. Holy shit. No, you know what time it is because you know, it's X 30 and you know that it was one o'clock earlier. So yeah, but if you you're just, in a like, fever dream, you count it out. If you're in a fever dream and you're in and out of consciousness, dude, uh, yeah. I can imagine you're in some like weird fucking Groundhog's Day overnight. I did. I was dreaming Paul Manafort's shit yesterday morning. It was very weird. So see, he's like, been dreaming that when for the a news, while. When the news came out, it, was, it like started to become a part of the dream that I was dreaming while sleeping, trying to not die. You dreamed a dream of times gone by when Manafort yeah. was a free man living. There it is. Oh. All right, yeah, so if you can throw that one at us, uh, 
You got to throw the first one and that one at us. What play is that from? Oh, don't, um, just don't give the give away the farm. Yeah. Why don't you? Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, got to make it easy on the people. I guess. All right. Um, yeah, you can we'll hit us up. Budweiser Jim Beam. Oh, is that? Uh, that sounds there. familiar. It sounds like uh, it's on the tip of the tongue. Yeah, dollar seventy nine per bottle. They're good. It'll save you the embarrassment for having to check out with it. So there's that. <laughs> think think of the gift as the embarrassment of checking out with that in your card. Well, what about craft bud? <laughs> well, uh, I stood in line for some craft bud on Friday, and no, not the weed. Okay, uh, no, you just happen to stand in line for a brewery that Bud owns, but it's not craft bud. No, hey, if you talk to some yeah, douchebags well. on the internet, that's exactly what they call it. Okay. Fucking A. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Just enjoy some fucking good beer for once in your Absolutely. goddamn life. I came very close to losing my losing my cooth online over the weekend. I, I really did. I fucking I know people have the best intentions, but people are fucking dumb. Like yeah. I've uh, <clears throat> let me be clear. I have spent four hours and about twenty minutes in the car today. Sitting in fucking traffic. Oh, yeah. So after I'm not, like a, not a good, good amount spot. of time in the car this weekend too. Oh yeah, no, I drove about a thousand miles over five days, and mm. I fucking and only left the state once. Boy, yeah, yeah. So anyway, let me just preface this fucking rant with that. Uh, I fucking don't care what you drink. I really don't. I've never, I've never judged anyone by what they consume. <laughs> Parker comes on here drinking his natty ice. I give mm, him, that, you do judge that. Though. I give him a hard time. Yes, yeah. I do, but I don't tell him that it's shit beer and he shouldn't be drinking it. I do give no. him a hard time. And to each their own. Yeah, to each their own. And again, we've always said, you know, the best beer is the one that you like. So drink that and don't let anybody change, you know, don't let anybody shit talk you. But. You know you know what we should do one night, Ryan? What's Before that? I forget. Yeah. A non-alcoholic beer tasting. Oh, fuck off. No, I don't. Hey, you know what? We can do that. You know what? I was going to say no. It's fucking gross. But Heineken 0.0 is coming out next year. And I've heard... You can do that, but I've heard there's some European ones that are, like, really, really good. Yeah. You can order online, too. So, what the fuck is it called? German Brewer. Sorry, not not to get no. this off topic, but... No, it's cool. Um, yeah, no, we could do that one night. It'd be fun. It'd be real fun. Uh, back to what I was saying. The... The people online who want to shit talk people for buying uh, Bourbon County Stout, which is the Goose Island beer that I that I picked up over the weekend and uh, always enjoy. Well, I don't always enjoy, but I enjoy consuming it. And uh, the whole process of going someplace the same time every year to get a beer, that's nice. I like that. It's, it becomes a little event that I get to look forward to, and uh, it's nice. It's nice. Anyway... Uh, catching shit from people for enjoying good beer and people trying to fucking stay stay woke as shit and try to mansplain to me why they don't drink what I drink. I don't fucking... I fucking A. And then the, the concept of uh, I only drink local-made stuff uh, to you know, produce... I just find, to, to I find beer snobbery, wine snobbery... It always is related to some easily, like, disproven um, folklore that yeah. someone made up. And 
it's like okay i mean because you get the people who are like oh cabernets are only good from california or france or whatever and you're like what what in the world like grapes have grown all over this earth for yeah. millennia yeah like, like who's to say that your shit's better than anybody else in the yeah, fucking planet you, if you haven't tried it you can't say that so it's the same with beer it's like just because they have a massive company behind them and they've got money doesn't mean they make bad beer it's like the, the people who discount sam adams right like yeah. sam adams makes some of the best consistent beers mm-hmm. on earth are they huge? Yes, they're fucking massive. They started as a tiny company, but they're huge. And now. do they constantly manipulate the market? Yeah, absolutely. That's what they yeah. fucking do. If they didn't, they would be pushed like they would be pushed into obscurity. So of course they do things that But it's there's this new like I mean there's a whole harpoon got big and then people started shitting on them too as being this corporate brewery and you're, you know, like so you just never want these people to really ever have success. They should always be kind of hustling and struggling. Right. Well, one thing that pissed like, me what, off. What in the fuck are we doing right now? The thing that pissed me off was the, and we've talked about this, and I think maybe it's time we revisit it, but the small craft, like local craft breweries are the, are the ones that we should support. Okay. I get that. But when it comes to buying. Make some good beer consistently then. Yes. Don't fucking make me waste my $20 on a bottle a single bottle of beer that no is i've gone i've gone subpar to, at best. i've gone to and only people who know me will know what i'm referring to but the brewery down the street several times with a growler tasted tasted the beers that i will get from the brewery and there are several of, a, of them that just aren't my style for drinking out of a growler mm-hmm. right because if i drink it out of a growler i need to have three or five beers <laughs> over the next day right to be able to enjoy it so i'll go try to fill it up and several times i've turned around and gone to the growler bar to fill it up because it's just you can they're they're off they're not consistent they're not what they're they're supposed to taste like so and i've brought this up you're, you're absolutely right like you you were wanting to buy a beer that you want to drink not the beer that is available near you or the beer that you Yeah and i mean the 20 dollars is no it's no sweat off my back but it's it's the principle of it it's Exactly like you're paying you're in for a market that you're competing with things that are consistent mm-hmm. be consistent Yeah and the the thing that bugs me uh, cuz I, I'm I'm with you. Like twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Like you get me on twenty, you got me. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna like not be able to pay rent this month because I fucking bought a twenty dollar beer. Yeah. I, it's not what's happening. But the issue that I have is, and you maybe you know see the same thing uh, that we've talked about before. But if you have an emerging market, you have a bunch of uneducated beer drinkers, and you put out a subpar product, and everyone's saying you should go buy this locally made product. Because you have to support local stuff. And somebody goes in, buys it, and like, this is what I'm supposed to like. Beer fucking sucks. I don't want to drink this. You've just turned off a fucking future beer consumer or someone who, shit, could just honestly want to like beer or want to learn to like beer. And what you've done is given them shit to start off with. They're never going to go back to it. It it pisses me off. They're going to either be pissed that they spent... X amount of dollars on a product that they yeah. didn't like, or they're going to be pissed that they just don't like the product, which is worse than being pissed about spending money. All of us are, are pissed at one point in time, like about spending money. But if you don't like the fucking product, what do you, what are we doing here? Well, but and not I, just it's the consistency. Like, well, yes. Once I might you, like once your you, product. 
I might like your product. And I'm here because I like your product. But don't expect me to spend the money if it's not what I think it's going to be. Well, and, and that's that's the part that I that gets me is like I have plenty of breweries that I enjoy that I can go get growlers from. Oh yeah. And several times I've left the growler in the car. Yeah. It's not worth it this time. And I don't want to pass up this opportunity because I know there's at least one person probably screaming at their at their phone. Uh, the brewery that we're discussing, Goose Island, is they had a pretty epic fuck up a couple of years ago with this exact beer. Speaking yeah, of consistency, you told me it was like virtually undrinkable. I don't know. I actually haven't opened it. <laughs> it was fine oh. when I it was fine when I had it, but I've got a bottle of it in my five year vertical. Um, that when I open it, I'm sure we're gonna find some shit in there. Um, but it's been long enough. I mean, we saw with that uh, infected bottle of so it happens it's Tuesday from the brewery. That, I mean, that infected beer turned out to be fucking beautiful after two years. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, so we'll see what this what happens with this one. But when you talk about consistency, yeah, sure, this is an expensive-ish beer for what it is. Yes, it is a quote-unquote mass-produced big beer. Uh, they're still quite hard to product. find. They're, they're, they're getting easier to find, but uh, Anheuser-Busch helps that. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, when you have that much money and that much clout behind your brewery, like, having it available everywhere is not it, always a fucking bad thing. Artificial scarcity is not a fucking... That is not a way to happen. grow. That, yeah, it's not a way to grow a, a, no. a segment of, of beverage. It doesn't work that way. Like, if you want to help out a brewery, yeah, some artificial, uh, some some eh, maybe forced forced uh, numbers here and there. Uh, what's available will will help. It'll help drive up. Hey, you know what? I really miss this raspberry beer. Oh, dude, you know it's coming out in March. <laughs> Shit. No okay. Ever. All right. Well, <laughs> said no one ever except the like fifteen people who love you know beer X Y and Z. Raspberry. Uh, uh no dude uh there's there's some good raspberry beers out there there's one down in Austin that's fucking amazing but because oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, sour or? no it's a raspberry wit beer from Celis oh is the one I'm referencing oh yes yeah yeah, yeah that, that one was actually good it's it was it's, very subtle it's uh it's the first uh <laughs> it's the first fruit beer brewed in America so suck on that line of kugels uh anyway so Brian speaking of consistently produced beers. Yes. Have you ever had the beer Pumpkinator? Yes, I have from St. Arnold. What are your thoughts about that beer? No, knowing me, knowing that I probably didn't like it. Yeah. What are your thoughts of that beer? Um, you know, I bought into the hype the first couple of years that I got into craft beer, and I was like, "Let me get some of this Pumpkinator. It's going to be fucking awesome." This was pre Barrel Age Pumpkinator, pre all that shit. Yeah. It was still really hard to find, and I mean, it's. It's an imperial pumpkin beer. Tis what it is, man. If that's your if that's your gig, go for it. If it's not, I mean, I I don't know what to tell you. It's I just feel I feel like in Texas, a lot of people that are introduced to craft for quite some time that was like, oh yeah, that's like the best fall seasonal release. Yeah, um, and people would wait in line for it and whatnot. They'd see it and buy like the case. Yeah, that's sitting there. Um. I don't know, man. I, I've always, always thought, like, beer to me does not need nutmeg and cinnamon in it. <laughs> and so much of that beer tastes like I'm, like, eating pumpkin pie. It's too yeah. much. Um, well, I so mean, that's understanding the... my pal, I don't like beers like that. But 
I will say, I had the barrel aged mm-hmm. pumpkinator. It is a little bit more subtle and more palatable. So it's probably balanced out with more booze. It's mellowed out. It's yeah. a higher alcohol content. It's mellowed out. Um, so I'll give them props for that because that's that's probably the way that beer should go in the future instead of like I don't know this pumpkin pie <laughs> cinnamon it's too much but so yeah. there's a there's a beer that got me into pumpkin beers well the second beer that got me into pumpkin beers for that brief stint in my life the first one was uh Sam Adams big ass pumpkin beer I don't know what the fuck it was it was an imperial pumpkin well, beer they don't like, even make it anymore exactly yeah that's where I was, one, one of the steps that I was going like <laughs> I loved it so much that fucking Sam Adams stopped making it um, but the other one was Southern Tears Pumpkin and it was, I had one of those with you yeah so Pumpkin was delicious when it first came to Texas so 2014 ish it was awesome and then like other breweries and like what we were just talking about the consistency kind of kicked its dick because 2015 and 2016 they sucked 2017 was the last year that it was in our market here in north texas and it was okay but it was like a full it was like seven seven and a half percent when it first came to the texas market it was eight and a half nine percent the standard version mm-hmm. so the last year it was in our market they also brought out rum barrel aged pumpkin now i will say rum barrel aging on pumpkin that was a good call that shit is delicious, <laughs> but it does not age well. Cracked one open about a month ago. It was not it's good. Probably syrup. <laughs> it was. It was just really oxidized, and mm. a lot of the flavors uh, had fallen out. And cinnamon was not one of those flavors. It was still there prominently. Oh, so I was like, like "Fuck <laughs> off!" It, it just tasted. Uh, you know that powdery finish that you get from having. Oh. From having some cinnamon. It tasted dusty. That was the best way to describe it. Um, Dusty with a little rum. I was like, well, this isn't what it's supposed to taste like. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. But, uh, anyway, I haven't even said what I'm drinking this evening. No, we haven't. I haven't either. Well, you hinted at it with your really back-ass-words gifting comment. So you're drinking, drum roll please, or you were drinking, I saw you pour something I different. was drinking, yeah, the uh, Budweiser Copper Lager. Uh, that's their Hopper, Hopper Lager? That's what it's called? Copper. Copper, Copper Lager, okay. yeah. It's their Jim Beam collaboration, I guess. And I'll be honest, if they can this shit, I would buy 12 packs of it. It's, it's really good. It's like a red ale um, finish, but it's a lager. Like, it's... Uh, is so there something like a red lager? Uh, yeah, amber lager, not really a thing. It's a bastardized American version, but you think Killian's pretty close. Yeah, so like it's that's what I was going to say. It's like a Killian. <laughs> um, it's really good. I, I will definitely um, give them props for finding another massive brand and marrying a concept this is not easy to do like to convince jim beam to sell you this many barrels to test the product um yeah i mean most jim beam barrels go to scotch production right so this is yeah i give them props this is this was very risky they pulled it off about a dollar seventy dollar fifty depending on where you buy them per bottle Get yourself a couple, and don't be embarrassed checking out with them either. You most people won't know it's Budweiser, 
Um, and people who do know it's Budweiser, if they want to judge, they can judge. It's it's good beer. Um, I will give them props. Six point two percent alcohol. Okay. Very smooth. Very drinkable. Um, big props on that one. Hey, I'm drinking a beer that's six point two percent alcohol tonight as well. Where where? What do you think about that? So I am drinking Nebulous from Flicks Brewhouse uh, here in Frisco slash Little Elm, Texas. It is a cinema, movie theater, and uh, <laughs> brew Wait, pub. hold on. So Flicks, they brew beer now? Yeah. So it's Flicks Brewhouse, America's Cinema Brewery. Okay. Huh. Uh, so yeah. And they brew beer in each location from what I can tell, or at least the locations here in Texas. Uh went by actually so full disclosure won this beer on a Instagram beer giveaway okay and uh the dude messaged me on Black Friday I was driving up to listen Oklahoma. I'm at the movie theater what beers do you want <laughs> no. no he he actually <laughs> they're did on a, sale I'm going to change the no. award <laughs> no the guy who actually uh the guy who did the giveaway is I didn't realize this at the time but he's the fucking head brewer at Flix Brew House in Little Elm in Frisco so uh, the dude's name is Moose, which is a fucking cool name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he messaged me. He was like, hey, you know, I'll send the beers out on Monday. I was like, dude. Did he are call you, you Rocky? No. I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you, you're literally down the street from my house. I'll just stop by. How's that? Save you the $20 in shipping. He was like, all right, sounds good. So I stopped by uh, Monday afternoon, and uh, he took me on a tour of the brew house. I was like, cool. I, he... He was showing me everything. I'm like, okay, cool. This is great. This is great. He was like, yeah, you want to climb around up here? I'm like, no, I clearly don't want to climb around. I'm in my work clothes right now. And um, I've seen, like, once you see about a dozen or 20 or so breweries, you've basically seen them all. You just, you know, and then I was asking questions about how how they had their setup. It's really cool, dude. They have about the working space of a two-car garage, maybe like a, I guess, four-car garage. This is pretty okay. pretty big. Uh, but it goes up about three stories, and they uh, took some dead space that usually is you know usually dead space over the the grain room, and they put fermentation tanks up there, and uh, they put their serving tanks over on the other side of the building above the the uh, bar itself. It's fucking cool. Like uh, next time you and the missus come up, Frank, we'll have to stop by there and check it out. Absolutely. Um, yeah, if it's efficient, like I like seeing people who like make efficient use of space. Oh, dude, uh, I was telling him I fucking nerded out with Moose for a while yesterday. So does he? Hold on though. So since most of his equipment is gravity fed, probably no, they have pumps for everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So does he? He doesn't have to carry things up flights of stairs. Yeah, that's the other thing, dude. It's super. It, it, as far as efficiency goes, one of the most efficient breweries I've seen. Wow. Um, in the way it's set up, I mean, he literally has beer flowing over the top of patrons' heads uh, oh. when they're doing transfers. It's fucking cool. Uh, that is and really they cool. they have no idea that it's going on. So uh, talking to him, he's a pretty damn good brewer, man. I had uh, a yeah. Bohemian Pilsner last night called Bohemian Rhapsody Pilsner. Pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Well, we're gonna have to karaoke that up at his brew house one day. <laughs> I think he would. It actually probably pretty, pretty well enjoy that. Um, tonight I'm drinking the Nebulous Hazy IPA, uh, which is really, really good. I mean, it's a. I mean, you think of classic hazy IPAs. It is. It's pretty well no, on the nose. Very hazy, yeah. Um, and uh, the other beer in the giveaway was a a, a Belgian Imperial Stout which I'm looking forward to trying that out with the misses because it's 32 ounces 
at about 12% alcohol. I think I might be under the oh, fucking table good. at the end of that, so I'm going to split that. Uh, and then I also picked up his uh, a milkshake IPA. When I went in to pick everything up yesterday, he wasn't there right away, and I was just standing around. I was like, well, you know, if he's busy, I don't want to fucking bother him, so I'll just pick up a crowler of this milkshake IPA and <laughs> call it a Is day. It I don't know. I haven't opened that yet. Uh, okay. Looking forward to it. But they do. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, the concept is they have basically six beers that they run all year long. They have two beers that rotate seasonally. And then uh, I think four to six beers that they produce. Like basically he just has uh, – Moose has free reign. He just gets to make whatever the hell he wants. Which is, And it's for the movie theaters. It's for the theaters, yeah. It's only sold there in the, in their, uh, in the movie theater at the bar. So, uh, but they do, like I said, they do crawlers to go. So that's pretty sweet, man. You can taste something during the movie and like it and get a crawler of it on the way out. And they're not crazy. They're not crazy expensive either. I mean, a milkshake IPA, a 32 ounce can of the milkshake IPA was $13. I mean, that shit anywhere else is like $18 or so. So I was pretty happy. Oh shit. I just, after quite some time, cracked one of these. Uh, ladies and Brian. gentlemen, he's holding up a drum roll, please. All tech Kentucky <laughs> bourbon barrel ale. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Might need to retract that reggae horn, Brian. <laughs> well, before you tell me anything about it, you held up that bottle, and I see it's marked for an individual sale. Now, here's my question. Here's my question. Don't even tell me. Don't even tell me because I want to guess. Okay. Uh, my guess is that that was picked up at an HEB or like a Kroger, Tom Thumb, Albertsons, H-E-B. HEB. And does HEB have a pick six area? Uh, they they don't have a pick six, but it's like their little fr- – I guess you could call it a pick six area. So they have basically – you can go in and buy individually priced beers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. here's the here's the downside to buying that. Uh, there is no telling how long that beer has been sitting in that area. Methinks, I... with your original reaction, and seeing that little single price tag on there, and you not being able to find a date, methinks that some beer salesman went in there, and any date that was printed on that bottle got the old thumbnail treatment. Shika, shika, shika. Take that date right off. Hey, it's good till sold. Oh, it pretty <laughs> much did. That dude, it, it, that... Pisses me off. Wow, I can see, I can see where the date was printed. He just didn't do a very good job of it. Mm-hmm. It should have been sold by the twentieth of uh, uh, August. Of what year? <laughs> uh, Twenty eighteen. Okay, but it's three months over. But but this beer turns south fast. Like it's not. Well, there's nothing to the beer. The Kentucky bar- uh, the bourbon barrel ale is just like an amber ale that they threw in a fucking barrel. Which so here's what I'll say: when this beer first came out like five or six years ago it was very hard to find outside of lexington kentucky and it was good because it was small small production nothing to it right like and it was higher alcohol content it would clock in at ten and a half twelve percent consistently because it was actually bourbon barrel aged um what they've now done is bastardized their original thing for mass production. And this will probably be my last one I will buy. Um, I can't... I will say this. used to be a very good beer. 
So and it's not, and it's $3 a bottle. No, fuck them. No way. I've never enjoyed that beer. I've mm. enjoyed their stout. That was a good one. It has mm-hmm. been a good one. Their breakfast stout was very good. Their, I mean, just their standard stout was good. That beer I've never enjoyed. I thought it was stupid to barrel age an amber ale. I never had it when it was super high alcohol. I always had it like 7% or so. Yeah. thought it was dumb. It was a fucking worst idea ever. And, um, yeah, no, um, I'm sorry that it sucks, Frank. Hey, uh, I need to run and grab another glass. Okay. Because this is a... <laughs> This is a 29-ounce wheat beer glass that uh, I yeah. put 32 ounces of uh, hazy IPA in for the gram. Check us out at No Beer Left Cast on Instagram for that photo. Um, but it's going to look real fucking stupid and almost impossible to drink a 12-ounce beer out of. And I'm thirsty. So right. yeah, I'll let no, you keep, I'll keep it, it going. I'll let you keep so, it going. I'll be right back. No, it sounds good. Yeah, so, I mean, real disappointed on this Altec. Um it, their beers, <clears throat> they used to be very difficult to find. And they built up this reputation for having great beer. And I, yeah, I no longer, I retract that feedback. They're, one of their signature beers, completely flat. Probably won't buy their beer again. In saying that, though, did have the opportunity to try some phenomenal double barrel aged pecan porter. From the old 512 factory down here in Austin this past weekend, I bought a whole 32-ounce growler of it, getting ready for Thanksgiving dinner. I will tell you, if you can get this uh, this on, on, on uh, tap anywhere in the town of Austin, because that's the only place you'll get it, buy as much of that as you can. If they'll let you fill up a growler, whatever, do it. That stuff is phenomenal. Um, Brian and I had it at the New Orleans trip. I took a bottle of the, um, five, one, two double barrel aged pecan porter. Oh, the pecan double, the double. Pecan yeah. Porter. And Brian, as good as that beer was on tap, this beer is heaven. Yeah. Like, so I, um, I was so happy they so they added it to the Growler Express menu here in Buda. Hey, which, what's up, Growler Express? Yeah, I mean, as far as beer menus go, they are south of Austin. The only people who keep theirs updated to the season, whenever possible. Um, it's they do a really good job, but they they brought in this five one two for the holidays. Um, I don't know how many five one two is going to allow people to have because last year they only gave them bottles. Yeah, you can't you? They, I think they they uh, they were testing the market to see if anybody would even buy this beer. <laughs> this year they kegged it, and like most of their keg beers, if you see five one two on tap, I've yet to have an inconsistent five one two beer. Period. Um, if you're in Austin and you see anything by five one two. Feel safe. It, it will be a very good beer. Um, go ahead and order it. So yeah, that's one. Of the, had, that's yeah. one of the local beers that you can order safely, without uh, worrying about wasting twenty dollars. No, and they're they're never going to be the cheapest beer on the menu either. So when you order them, I know it's going to be a little bit of a, oh okay, that's eight dollars for a glass or seven dollars or whatever. It'll be worth it, I promise. Um, so yeah, so what I was saying is, is I had the double barrel pecan, the yeah double barrel aged pecan 
uh, border. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a little 32-ounce growler fill of that this weekend for folks that came to my house for Thanksgiving and whatnot. Phenomenal feedback. Um, just really good beer. So I might, Brian, if I'm up here, I'm thinking about coming to Dallas here soon. I might okay. bring you some off-the-tap growler fill of double pecan porter. Yeah, we need to uh, <clears throat> we need to discuss some visits here to Dallas because there's some there's some Dallas beer peeps here who want to uh, who want to meet up, who want to yeah. meet us, and I think I think it's time that we give the people what they want. We do well, well. We're all about the people. We're right? all about the people. We're all about the people. Um, <laughs> so, Brian, uh, quick thing before we move away from beer. Mm-hmm. This Jim Beam Copper Lager. Um, we're not going to talk about the Kentucky Bourbon Ale. If I could pour this in the drain and not feel bad about wasting $3 worth of liquid, yeah, um, I would. But there are fires in California that need this water. Um, <laughs> God damn it. This Copper Lager, what do you think it came in at on Beer Advocate? The Copper Lager? Oh, on Beer Advocate? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it came in piss poor. Just because of the name associated with what it. What would your guess? What would your guess be, though? Remind me again. What's the scoring uh, scale on Beer Advocate? Uh, so it's to five. It's to five. But they they do like partial points, right? Two point seven. Three point seven five. How how many reviews? Uh, I think it's got four hundred at the moment. Okay, it's let's, still it's still pretty new. right? Let's take it to the hatergram. Let's take it to Untapped. Why, okay. What do you think the rating? Don't go looking, don't go looking, Frank. You put that fucking put mouse beer. down. No, no, I'm I'm on beer advocate. I'm not. On All beer. right, copper. Okay. The Budweiser copper, a copper lager. I think people are mildly surprised at this beer, so I'm going to go untapped. They do it out of ten, right? Uh, it's out of five. Out of five. Yeah. I'm going to say it got a three four seven. Okay. Out of twenty two thousand ratings on untapped. Okay. A little better sample size here. 3.24. That's pretty good. Hey, uh, it's not bad. For, for I, a beer that says Budweiser on it, I would be I would pat myself on the back. Now compare that to Bud, just normal Bud. Oh, okay? yeah, no. It's fucking it, that is insanity. Hold on, let me You want to talk about That's it? what that is the fair comparison cuz you cannot compare this to another red ale or whatever you want to compare it to because people are already because it says budweiser on it they're gonna shit on it and right fine go ahead yeah let's see bud red but you gave it you gave it a three five like come on <laughs> bud red out of three hundred and twenty six thousand ratings it's a fuckload of ratings 2.5 <laughs> okay so they're killing it with this this hey. is the right direction for budweiser uh yeah but I mean, they're not gonna fucking they're not gonna take that hey bud light 356,000 ratings, 2.27. Come on, Bud Light. Yeah. Get your fucking shit. Pick it up. Uh, Michelob Ultra, 2.39. Guys, Ugh. hey, the, the fucking crown prince of Anheuser-Busch on Untapped. Oh, wow. Michelob Amberbach at 3.09. But below that, in a tight second place, I bet you would never guess in a million years. <laughs> Have you ever had Michelob Amber, Amberbach? Yeah. It's, right. it's actually pretty good. It's, I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, in a tight second place at 2.59 stars. Hold on, hold on. Let me think. Bud Heavy? No, no, no. Bud Heavy, remember, that's uh, that's that 2.54, yeah. 
Let's see. Okay. Um, remind me what's in the the Budweiser family here. I mean, we're talking Bush, Bush Light, Natty Light, Bud Light uh, Premium. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Natty Select. Light. Nope. Bud Light Lime, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> With oh. 97,000 ratings. And I bet a lot of them voted for Donald Trump. Anyway. What, is, what does Bud Gl- Clamato get for oh, our buddy Mike out there? Fucking, let's Clamato see. Clamato. God. <laughs> Shit was awful. Uh, Ziegenbach. Uh, if you want um, Michelob Amberbach with a fucking Texas, the outline of Texas on it, that's got 3.17 rating. Oh, wow. Let's see. Strawberita, if you want diabetes in a can, 2.5. Let's see. Wow. The Clamato. Here we go. Bud Light and Clamato Shalata. Okay. 2.66. Bitches. Oh, that's two points too high. Fucking O'Doul's has a 1.9. Yeah, I was going to tell you, the Clamato is better for cleaning your drain than going down your own throat. Yeah, it's not good. You know what is good, though? Have you ever had uh, Modelo Shalata? (laughs) I have not. No, I I stay away from that stuff. So they have one. One two. Interesting. There's there's pretty fucking good. Tecate has one called the Diablo. It is a super spicy shit. It's fucking good. <laughs> the, I I'll fucking just put love like, it. Uh, what's it called? Michelada or yeah, what's that? It's a shalada. Yeah. Michelada is ba- I mean, it's basically what you're drinking, but it's all pre-mixed and I'm fucking, I'm here for it, dude. The Tecate spicy one, it's goddamn good. That's unreal. I mean, I'm not going to, so, I'm not going to be drinking that on a night like tonight, but uh no, if I'm grilling with with the boys, uh, if, uh, football games on. I would imagine with some salsa that would actually stand up better. Oh, dude! And, like it gets lager. you. What did it? Basically, it's a tailgate party for chips and salsa, is what it yeah. is. <laughs> you're out there at the fucking grill. You're making dogs and burgers. You got yourself a fucking. No, a you keep the chips and salsa inside. Inside, I got yeah. My own right I got, here. I got my. I got it. Uh, got it in a can. And you come inside. <laughs> you, you're the fucking hero of the party. You got the food. And you sit there and be like, look out. Papa Papa needs some chips and salsa right now. <laughs> and you go in for the chips and salsa, you go back to the shalata, and you're like, fucking, I'm living, living my best life. Living my best goddamn life. I don't life. even need the meat. I don't, hey, even, I don't even need the need, meat. I don't even need the meat. My meat's right here between my legs. You know what I mean? I'm uh, yeah. goddamn. I'll beat that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> my lady's not going to be sleeping with me because I'm drinking a <laughs> Modelo shalata out of a fucking can you know, like a monster. Here's the problem. Breath here's the smells problem. like ass. Douchebag. Bud Light went too far when they started adding clam juice. Yeah, that's okay. disgusting. That's, that's the problem here. Okay. If, unless you live in fucking Maryland where, I don't know, the water's undrinkable and you drink clam juice, um, no one needs to know that in anywhere in this earth, people go, oh, yeah, let me drink clam. It's like pickle juice. Yeah. I like, I like pickle juice, but I don't go around saying, hey, people. You need to drink pickle juice. <laughs> cans of pickle juice, and I'll mix it with my beer, and you'll like it too. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's that's a step too far. Uh, yeah, so I might have to try these uh, Diablo Tecates and whatnot. It's fucking good. Way better than that shit that so, you tried but, to shotgun that's that time. Because spices, yeah, so I, I can deal with that. Yeah, it's spices and like somebody... Cayenne pepper. Okay, so the, uh, I liked, uh, back in the day, Ballast Point made a Bloody Mary mix, and they made a spicy and they made original. Okay. They still make it. It's available on Amazon. I 
just a heads up, they stopped making that about three years ago. So, um, just oh, beware. <laughs> buy, buy that at your own risk. We do not condone that here at No Beer Left Behind. Anyway, um, don't worry. I still have a bottle of it in my liquor cabinet. But uh, the spicy version, you pour you pour yourself a glass of that over some ice and then top <laughs> it off top it off with a Modelo or a Long Fin Lager if you want to stay on brand with Ballast Point. You just got yourself a goddamn great little red beer, and it's it's a fucking treat. <laughs> you want to go over the top with it? You just pour yourself some Tito's, like half and half Tito's and this spicy fucking, sh- this pi- spicy Bloody Mary. It's going to tell you to do two shots. You're going to throw that recipe book, throw it the fuck out. You don't need it. You just go hammer hard, hammer the fucking vodka in that glass, and just fill that bitch up with a spicy, spicy Bloody Mary mix. Be- Two shots, lots of ice. Fuck Limit it. the ice, lots of vodka. <laughs> Add a splash of that Bloody Mary mix. For color, we all know what you came for, okay? <laughs> for color purposes only. Daddy came to get hammered at 11 a.m. He didn't come here 11, for fucking fruity 11, drink. 9.30, sir. 9.30. I got to cook. Got to cook for the house. No, they're going to tell you to throw a celery stock. You take Why that. Why daddy asleep at 11? No, smell the drink. So, look at the glass. It lit on fire when he got done drinking. <laughs> daddy was using it as a flambe sauce. <laughs> he, fucking, he, made a, he made a Denver omelet and lit the bitch on fire with, <laughs> with his Bloody Mary. It was the damnedest thing I ever saw. Holy oh, shit. Man. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, come to my house. I'll make you, so, I'll make you a good-ass Bloody Mary. Uh, as there's no telling if he can pronounce his name afterwards, but no, I can't you know, even. You, you will have a bloody mary at the I end. I will. I will by by one o'clock. I will have pissed myself, and I'll be laying <laughs> in the kitchen floor. It'll be fine. You guys will all understand. I'll order seventy dollars worth of pizza and go throw up in the backyard. <laughs> It'll be like my birthday all over again. I fucking told somebody that. At, oh my god. I, there's some new people at work, and. uh uh, yeah, fucking, I work with some people with great memories. And they're like, "Hey, Brian, did you tell them about the time you fuck went, went oh. did kung fu in a Kalamazoo uh, hotel at one o'clock in the morning?" I'm like, uh, "No, uh, there's no need to bring that up. No, that's not something we talk about here. <laughs> fucking, don't tell the new guy that. Yeah, let him fucking you. let him. My new guy. I'm actually a professional <laughs> worker here. <laughs> let him let him get a couple weeks under his belt before you make make me look like a goddamn degenerate. Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, my birthday my birthday weekend came up pretty quick with the new guy. You're like, hey, Brian, well, did you tell him about taking down a five-liter keg of Hop Slam by yourself? And I was like, oh. Well, you didn't do the five liters. Let's correct ourselves. Uh, uh, well, okay. So I cleared this with some heavy beer drinkers at work, okay? And I work with some goddamn professionals. All right? Uh, math speaks for itself. You and Jay both drank two pints at most. I'm saying of, at most of, of the Hop five Slam. Liters, yes. Yeah. Uh, at most. Now... I do remember switching to the 24 ounce mug at one point. Uh, to, yeah, that's when Daddy Daddy got serious. Dad, Daddy kicked in into overdrive at about 9:15 yeah. when that started, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Whoa, let's order some pizza." <laughs> Daddy was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> oh, fucking a. Uh, well, you did indicate we're kicking the keg I now. Did. By we're kicking the keg, Jay and I thought, okay, by 2 a.m. 3 a.m. You motherfuckers let off the gas. Apparently, Friday night, 11 p.m. was the due date for that keg. Otherwise, it was going to explode in his kitchen. I was literally going to kick my idea because I had heard this from another coworker. Was they uh, they they got a bunch of people in the in the neighborhood together 
some coworkers live in the same neighborhood, so they got together and watched a like a, a, a boxing a boxing match fight, and mm-hmm. uh, they killed the five liter keg amongst like ten people, and, and then they, they kicked it in they, the yard. They literally punted the keg, and I was like, that seems like fucking fun. Wouldn't it be great if I did that? And I was like, I don't have that many fucking friends. And Jay and Frank, they can they can pull their own weight. I've seen them drink. They can do this. Well, I've, I've seen Frank drink, and then Jay. Jay weighs like 130 pounds soaking wet, so Jay might have to drink above his weight a little bit, but Frank can drink. We can do this. We can do this. And then I look over, and fucking Frank is like drinking wine at 10 o'clock, <laughs> and Jay is trying to hydrate with water for some fucking reason. And I'm like, okay. Well, Jay, Jay decided on the Saturday night he was driving back home. Oh, yeah. That was that was insanity. I don't know what, what the hell happened there. Uh no, I fucking I kicked that shit into high gear. I was like, "Well, this keg's open. It's gravity fed. We got fucking. I got fucking drink this. I got about twenty four hours before this shit goes bad, or so I told yeah. myself." Uh, no, yeah. that's science. That's science. It's science. Yeah, that's bro science completely. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. Uh, so what I'm I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna cover what I'm drinking real quick uh, because I did open up a new beer, and it is quite amazing. And I want to talk about it for a second. It's called Sugar and Spice from Martin House Brewing in Fort Worth, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, sugar and spice. I always get it every year. I even try to get it. Uh, uh, the variant of it called Christmas in July that they put out in uh, July. But this is a. Oh, is that when they put that out? <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, you know, try to keep it on brand. Uh, this is a spiced American barley wine, and when it says spiced, it is. This year, it is fucking spiced to the tits. How much cloves? So much fucking cloves. <laughs> <laughs> This thing's That's like a, normally when people try to make things spice, they don't understand how strong fucking, cloves are. This is a fucking <laughs> mulling spiced beer, is what this is. What but you do with cloves, you can brew an entire fucking fermenter, whatever, 70, 80, 90, 500 gallon, <laughs> and you can take one of those McCormick bottles, oh, the small, the short stacks, and put all those cloves in there, you'll have enough cloves for two batches. Dude, it's not just clove. It's got nutmeg, and we're talking like probably some cinnamon in here. But I will say, it is over the top spiced, but it is also twelve percent alcohol. So this shit stands mm. up to it pretty well. This is like every year when it comes out, I always kind of think the same thing. I'm like, motherfucker, this is a big ass beer. But I'm like, oh no, this is a beer that I want to drink when I've got family members around, and I'm like, I don't want to think about who you fucking voted for. So I'm gonna open up this sugar and spice and think nice things about you. For a little bit, because it's, it's Jesus, little baby Jesus' birthday, allegedly, around this time of year. So we're going to fucking think about think about happy things, and we're going to think about Pop-Pop uh, getting a little bit drunk. So, anyway, uh, Martin House, <clears throat> sugar and spice, barley wine. I mean, it's a fucking barley wine. Go for it, dude. Yeah, solid let's, shit, man. Let's do it. All right, Frank, what do you got for us? All right, so, Brian, a um, couple of things here as of late that have been just... I'm not going to grind my gears this up, but um, <clears throat> so first things first, if you've not seen Final Table on Netflix, you're missing out. That's a good fucking show. Okay. Um, it's like a modern professional cooking show, but with like Michelin star chefs, not Michelin, your grandma. Okay. Michelin. So they're actually like teaching you good cooking techniques and you can probably take some of the shit back to your own little kitchen and perform your, I don't know, countryside diner cooking in just a slightly better manner. But Frank, I've got a hot plate and a single pan. Will, I, will, the, will the Michelin man be start. able to teach me? 
the Michelin man will not be able to start that for <laughs> okay. you. Okay, no. all right. But uh, maybe you start with how 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 to how to cut vegetables better. Oh shit! Yeah. Hey, you know what? Right. I I felt like my my cooking took a turn for the better when I figured out how to properly dice an onion. Absolutely. I honestly, feel like a goddamn G every time I like and just call it done. Everything is all diced up nice. My wife looks at me. She's like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, "Drop him, drop drop him," because I know you're trying to get up on this thing right now. Look at how good I dice that onion. Yeah, I don't want my uh, my hands anywhere near you. But uh, yeah, give me just a minute. I can fix that. I just gotta. I can't rub my eyes. I'm crying because I'm happy. Don't worry about it. Anyway, go ahead. Well, what I will say is um, finally a, a bomb-ass cooking show that teaches people things that they – so there are lots of shows out there that will give you elements of cooking, and they kind of make it into a little documentary, right, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This is a good competitive cooking show where you can see people actually doing things and fucking up, and how do they fix it if they fucked up, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, good shit. Really enjoy it. It's on Netflix, and it also shows you that even the best chefs in the world fuck up and make bad dishes. Um, but beyond that, really got on my nerves this week. The number of people who, okay, if you're going home from work, right, and during daylight savings, it gets dark early. Yeah. What do people do after getting home from work? Uh, I fucking drink heavily. I'm sorry. Were you asking regular people or me? I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. No. People in general. Normal people. I'm, um, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Walk what the dogs. Do. Ah, jog, I knew it right? was something simple like that. These things cook dinner. Yeah. But even before I cook dinner, I take the dogs for a stroll or I go run. And it boggles my mind how many people in pitch pitch darkness right because it's like five thirty, six o'clock and it's dark now yeah um we'll speed through roads where people jog like on the side of the road or on sidewalks right next to the road like if you fuck up man you might kill a person swerving out like no one's life is worth your five minutes um yeah really just gets on my nerves because i i run with the light i do everything that's right but i still have close calls in crosswalks with people that are just not paying attention so yeah this time of the year people are still running at 5 30 i know shocking you might not see him fucking what yeah uh maybe just slow down when you're on streets where you know, neighborhoods exist i don't know just do that in general maybe common courtesy i don't yeah no no fuck that why do we need to slow down? It's dark. I got to get home and drink or whatever yeah. normal people do. I still think people just, just drink. That makes me, that makes sense to me. I fucking, anyway, go ahead. No. So, yeah. So that, that, that was kind of one of the things that I, this past week just decided like, what, what the fuck are people doing? Um, the other thing I wanted to know, uh, when, we had a little incident at the Thanksgiving dinner this year. Oh shit. And let's get to that tea. Come on. All right. Come on. Thanksgiving went well. Mm -hmm. Everything was fine. Except Frank might've overcooked the venison a little this year. You mother has happened. You motherfucker. You know, I know dude. 
I can tell you right now, Mother Goddamn Teresa overcooks a venison, she can go to hell. She can go straight to hell. I literally couldn't believe it, dude. It's the first year. I've prepared venison for six straight years, and this year, the cuts I got, this deer must have been a fucking child. Okay. The cuts I got were so thin, I could not get them seared <clears throat> without overcooking them. I just, yeah, it was, I just, I, I should have thought of a different way to do it. I, I should have sous vide it. I want to point out something real quick <laughs> on our website. It says that we're a podcast for the every man. <laughs> and you just said I've cooked venison for the last several years and I've never over hands, hands in the air. Have you ever had venison on Thanksgiving? All right. Yeah. All right. Every year for five years. Yeah. Right. All Six right. Years this year. Everybody, everybody on their car right now is going, what the fuck's cooking venison for Thanksgiving, Frank? Jesus Christ. I, you know, had, that we, is the original Thanksgiving dinner. Is it? I thought Hell it was... Hell yeah, you think they had turkeys running around? Yes. Yeah, of oh, course they no. did. Oh, no. Actually, they had you look cans at the of... of Thanksgiving, the turkey didn't get introduced until 1947. No, they had <laughs> cans. <laughs> they had cranberries in cans. They would right. uh, open those motherfuckers <laughs> up with their stupid belt so, buckle we're shoes. We're not even getting to the part that's important here. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Brian's turkey has been around since <laughs> domesticated uh, on every Thanksgiving table since when, 1755. When Amerigo oh, really? Biscucci or whatever his name is came over here, he was <laughs> like, "Who's America? It's my turkey. Turkey, <laughs> they're running around a gobbler, gobbler, all the time with the gobbles. All the time with the gobbles. Go ahead. How'd you fuck up Thanksgiving? I didn't fuck it up. So." Okay, so I made I made venison and I made a shoulder roast of pork, which was great. Made a toddler cry. <sighs> it was a, a tad bit dry. It was okay. Um, so yeah, f- I mean, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> dick. Frank Frank didn't pull off Thanksgiving the meat <laughs> section this year like I normally do, and I I one hundred percent blame it on the fucking shit show that was prepara- like preparing for Thanksgiving, but it's okay. Sure. Yeah. I have Christmas, I'll redeem myself. Um Brian knows I'm normally a pretty consistent cook. Like I make decent food. He almost set my uh fucking back patio on fire only one time. And to his defense, he's the only person that's ever happened <laughs> you, to. So you own a goddamn <laughs> fucking inferno. Dude. You don't own a grill. I don't own, I own, I don't own an, just open up the fire pit and throw some chops. It's on. an incinerator. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You can cremate <laughs> a body in there, and no one would know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, you are a very consistent. You are a very consistent cook, Frank. Go on. Okay. So, so. Uh, Right, so it, it, my food doesn't turn out quite well, but it, it's fine. It's it's edible. the The vegetables are great. It's just the meat's a little overcooked. Okay, now, what's the key to Thanksgiving? Because everybody knows, hey, sometimes the meat doesn't cook quite the same way and can be a little drier. Yeah. Okay, that's your gravy, and that's your fucking cranberry sauce, right? Okay. So here Frank's sitting with drier than usual meat. And I'm I'm a person who m- most times will take the meat off and go, okay, it's a little underdone. Let me quickly flash it to get it to the temperature, right? Right. Or take a blowtorch and get it up there. Okay. Especially with venison, you need like the blowtorch technique. Anyways. So I was like, fine. Someone will definitely bring gravy. <laughs> 
And someone up. will definitely bring cranberry sauce. Yeah. Because hell, two people are bringing turkeys. <laughs> Frank, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how you fucked up. You relied on somebody else to fucking do something. <laughs> Brian, I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. I I I love the people who came to Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. And it was a very great. The food was great. Mm-hmm. But I will never let these people make gravy again. <laughs> oh I wait, they never. They never, ever rely on them to bring cranberry sauce because no one did. Oh okay. my god, no one could bring a fucking can. No one could bring a bride, they, no one bride the a gravy. Can. Okay, you know the key to gravy. What's the key to gravy? It's a fucking roux. It's called a roux. Okay, you know what a roux is? You literally just take the bones from the fucking turkey, and you you just incinerate them on, in a pan until all that oil comes out. You take. You put the giblets in there. You put the livers, everything, and some onions. You get that shit nice and hot. Let that fat extract. Then you know what you do? You take some cornstarch or some flour, and you mix that shit in there. You get it a light brown. Then what do you do? You either add water, if you're looking for a low-fat gravy, or you add some fucking cream. If you do that, you've got gravy. You don't show up to my house with some watery-ass milk and go, oh yeah, this is great gravy. No, Wait, they made like white. Shit. They made white gravy. They made white gravy, Brian. Oh my god, yeah, I, I couldn't fucking believe. I'd like, I just, I didn't say a word. I didn't eat it. Listen, I didn't eat it. I I lifted the spoon up and I was like, yeah, fuck it, not doing that. Listen, I live. I grew up in a a fairly white trash uh, uh, upbringing. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, I, oh, Thanksgiving is something that we did. Fucking. We did right. We did big. Oh, you all do legit Thanksgiving. We, I mean, we fucking just bringing in people. There was one Thanksgiving Frank came, and no one noticed that there was a fucking new person who wasn't related to the rest of the people in the in the house. I went I was, to two Thanksgivings with you. I know. Uh, did you ever come to one at my at my parents' house? I think you did, right? You did, yeah, because did. you played yeah. Trivial Pursuit with my uncle Ron. Did and I got fucking deathly ill from that goddamn fish fry? Anyway. We won't worry about that. I do remember the fish fry on the back porch. He had just bought that too. No, he didn't. He bought the no, no. This was it was he uh, bought the fryer. No, no, the no. Day before. No, 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 no. That fryer is actually that the, was a turkey fryer. That was sorry. a turkey fryer, and that fryer coincidentally is what I brew beer on now. Ah, yeah. nice. Anyway, you know they went striper fishing, and I fucking caught a bacterial infection. It was great. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is the last time I ever ate freshwater fish and go fuck off. I fucking hate fish. Anyway, uh, no, you you came to Thanksgiving in high school. We had Thanksgiving where uh, where I would invite you know football players you know on my on my team come on over to the house. We'll fucking have a little turkey bowl in the backyard, play some touch football. You guys can stay for Thanksgiving dinner. Never white gravy. No, that, that's what I was getting at. I was getting. At, I was getting. At, we had an aunt who literally clogged up the toilet every goddamn year. Every year she'd shit. She'd hold up all her shit and just poop in the fucking in the bathroom right next to the kitchen. Who fucking takes a shit next to the kitchen? She would do no that. One. She would do that every fucking year, and everybody'd be like, oh, "Fucking hey, I, this is fucking this is out of control. We need to get control of this family as they're pouring on brown gravy like goddamn like they wrote the Constitution. Okay, the founding fathers had brown gravy. We have brown gravy. That's what we fucking do. The only time you have white gravy is on chicken fried steak. You can go fuck yourself. Any other time, just get out." Just get the fuck uh, out of here. Brian, 
it blew my fucking mind. I'm sorry. I could, and then I, okay. on, on behalf of all true Americans who were born and raised here, that's not how Thanksgiving's done, man. That is not. That's Brian, not right. It's not right. Brian, you know what else? I had a dry rub turkey for the first time in my life. Never again. Oh, someone Never did a dry rub. Did they did a? They did, oh, sorry, they did a dry rub turkey, and they did they did they smoke it <laughs> in the oven? Oh, oh, it's not okay. These are just okay. culinary faux pas, right? Like, oh, here's, here's what here's oh. how you make a fail proof turkey in the oven. You take I don't know about a pound of fucking butter. You take that butter, slather it on. And you no, no, no. You literally whip it. <laughs> you whip you it good. Add your salt and pepper into that butter. Salt and pepper. Salt you and pepper. Add, you add fresh rosemary. You mm-hmm. add fresh thyme mm-hmm. into that butter, and you make yourself a herbal butter. Okay. Okay. Step one: Kerrygold butter works really well for this. Okay. Now you take someone who doesn't mind get their hands dirty okay mm-hmm. preferably smaller palms than mine Mm-mm. you get them big... to start separating that turkey skin from the breast and the bones okay nice and the flesh yeah that person is then going to take the butter and shove it uh-huh. in uh-huh. to the skin the cavity okay? oh this this the, the skin the right. skin between the skin and the flesh okay and then you're going to rub the butter over it yeah. and you're going to put now, you can use your Pepperidge Farm stuffing as a base. I will allow you that. Okay. But you're not going to cheat your way out of this shit. That's bread, okay? <laughs> what you're going to do is you're going to chop up some celery. You're going to chop up some onions. And you're going to chop up some uh, fucking carrots. Yeah. You're going to mix that shit in. You're going to uh-huh. take some pumpkin seeds. You're going to take some uh, cranberry, dried cranberries, not sweetened. That's fucking cheating. Um, you're going to mix in your fresh rosemary again. You're going to take some chicken stock, mix that shit in there. Take some fresh almonds, mix that shit in there. That's your fucking stuffing, okay? You show up with fucking goddamn cornmeal stuffing at my house, I will murder you, okay? okay. Well, first off, all right. I, I like I'm some cornmeal you, Brian, stuffing. I about went AWOL on this fucking Thanksgiving. Okay, I, you I know what? I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. I'm just going to pause the show real quick. You're not sick. You were fucking poisoned by people because I know that you had this reaction on Thursday and someone slipped you some flu, like flu strain in your drink Thursday night and you've been sick since Friday. There's no coincidence. I did not. not. I've been holding this in up until this recording. Full full bitch mode. Frank, you have, have you ever, have you ever self-examined the way you carry emotions? Because I do the same thing sometimes. I realize like, oh yeah, no, I was feeling that. And then I tell them to go fuck themselves. Uh, about halfway through the meal, I Brian, I was so. And you were right. Normally, I would do this, and I would say, "Oh, I didn't know you would." I mean, I would subtly say, "Oh, I didn't know you're that fucking subtly, stupid." <laughs> unsubtly, I'd say, "I had no idea people ate white gravy with turkey." That's the first, and then that would be the hint. Okay, <laughs> but I didn't do any of this, and I sat there and observed and had in you had. Thanksgiving style, only one fucking plate of food. What? That's a thing? I was bringing up how I could do double-decker plates next year. I'm thinking I can get a dowel situation and create little trays for the trays. Brian, never again. If you want to come to my Thanksgiving next year, Mm. I I will make make the turkey, I will make the stuffing, I will make the fucking uh, gravy and the cranberry sauce. Y'all can bring sides. But if those three things aren't right or four (laughs) things aren't right... You can fuck Thanksgiving right in the asshole. You know what? It sucks. Like, 
You don't bring a fucking dry rubbed Thanksgiving turkey with some water right? gravy. Some gravy sponsored by Whataburger. This is gravy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And these are great people. Don't get me wrong. This is. Salt. I know this sounds very Trumpian of me. Salt of the earth. God damn it. Thanksgiving potluck. Mm-mm. No, everybody just bring twenty bucks. I'll cook it. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't need you to. We'll just do, you know we'll just do ten dollars a ten dollars a head. And how about that? We we'll just do a cover charge straight away. You guys, you guys yeah. just come on in. I'll, I'll blow your minds with Thanksgiving. Give me some t- fucking cash and some time. But had I known <laughs> some time and time, am yeah, I, I right? White gravy to a Thanksgiving dinner. I would have been like, okay, yeah. Let me let me take that gravy from you, uh, dude. Okay, so my family does. Oh, uh, and, and not even show up with cranberry sauce. I'm sorry, no, we didn't have fucking cranberry sauce, Brian. I sat there and I said, Christina, um, oh, damn it. Uh, I was like, did we not plan for cranberry sauce? And then everybody else around the table was like, yeah, I don't really like cranberry sauce. And I don't know if they were just saying that out of favor, but fucking what? Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me blow your minds with some fucking mint uh, infused cranberry sauce with a little bit of fucking orange zest in there. You'll be fucking, yeah. You'll change your mind real quick about cranberry sauce if I make you some cranberry sauce. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I had my mind blown this year, Thanksgiving as well. Uh, this year's Thanksgiving lined up with my cousin Chris's birthday. So mm. um, Chris, some of you will remember, is uh, the cousin that almost got all of us kicked out of Chili's and Stillwater one night. Yeah, he's slightly disabled. He's yeah, he's a character. So it was his birthday. His birthday every, every so often falls he's got on. the disability where he runs his mouth. <laughs> Yes, so his <laughs> uh, smokers laugh. <laughs> you know, it was a uh, was over the top. <laughs> it was over the top. So no, this year birthday fell on Thanksgiving. He uh, he decided, oh, I I uh, I'm gonna pull a birthday card, and I'm gonna make a special request for Thanksgiving. Now my family usually does uh, uh, fried turkey. They do uh, they do a fried turkey with uh, like a little injection. Which is good. Uh, I'm a fucking fan of that. Then they'll do uh, what they call turkey in a bag. They'll uh, basically put turkey in an oven in a brown paper bag. Let that shit cook. It's fucking good. I don't know how the steams. Ma- I don't know how the steams si- phenomenally well. I don't know how the science works behind that, but I would set the fucking kitchen on fire. But my family, they've managed to do hold it without, on, hold on, hold without on, cu- it was parchment. No, 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 fucking brown paper bag. It's the fucking damnest thing I ever saw. Literally a brown paper grocery bag. They fucking throw it in there and throw it in the oven. They none of them have college degrees, and they fucking figured this hold, out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Damnest thing, Brian. Let's back it up just a second. What? What was the oven set to? I fucking don't know, man. I don't ask these questions because I don't want to know. Because I feel like the more I know, the more it'll fuck up. They're using some goddamn magic, and I'm not gonna mess this up. So anyway, what I was oh, getting this at. Is the, the important things, Brian. See, no. this is how you advance in your culinary abilities. No, be, and you know why I'm saying no is because the next thing I'm about to say. Because it was Chris's birthday, he put in a special request. He was like, yeah, you can do your fucking fried turkey. You can do your turkey in your bag. I don't give a shit. I want brisket. And that, my friends, that needs to be what we fucking do every year for goddamn Thanksgiving. Fuck turkey. Absolutely. Turkey's shit. It is shit. Fuck turkey in the butthole. Shoot all the fucking turkeys in the head. They, they're flightless birds. They're fucking useless. Brisket? Holy shit. I fucking... 
you don't realize how good and fucking juicy brisket is until you have it next to some dry-ass turkey next to it, and you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know what the best part about brisket is? Is you can make it so that you can eat it with fucking gravy, too. Yeah. It's goddamn versatile meat. You can fucking do anything with it. And the way my uncle he he bought a pellet smoker and he admittedly oh well you can't fuck it up with a pellet smoker that's cheating he admittedly goes I don't really know how to use this thing and I was like I don't fuck you did but repeat it fucking walk away for a day I go <laughs> repeat that every time Uncle Ron because this shit's amazing <laughs> it was so fucking good I was like I if I, I he was like I want some more smoke I'm like I don't fucking care I'll think about smoke while I'm eating this brisket that's so goddamn delicious it yeah, honestly. Listen. It, it, the, the, watching the amount of effort he put into it, I was like, I can't fuck this stuff. I'm gonna have to go get me a pellet smoker. This is fucking amazing. It was so goddamn good and juicy. And the next to that turkey, I was like, this bird is shit. This bird that is supposed to have quote unquote started Thanksgiving. I fucking I'm ungrateful for this piece of shit bird. Fuck this bird. I need brisket from now on. Uh, I will tell you, Brian, the pellet smoker is it's it's the culinary like sous vide cheat code yeah it's sous vide it's it's the cheat code like it tastes exactly like it's been smoking for fucking days and it oh dude he has you like literally this... set that thing to 180 which yeah. is how you smoke right so 180 seven hours you don't touch it dude i it, it, you just have to make sure it doesn't run out of pellets that's it got goddamn lcd screens all over it <laughs> shit's plugged in and it's like puffing off smoke every now and then i'm like this is yep. amazing this is just fucking great and I know that I know his son, my other cousin Cody, is probably listening to this, screaming at his phone, being like, "You guys don't know shit," because Cody does like a a smoke box, like uh, oh yeah, side. I mean that's like intense. Dude, he does some hardcore shit, and his his meats, uh, he smoked shit out of some meats. Uh, he was the one responsible. He did a smoked turkey last year. Holy shit! I wanted to punch somebody. That shit was good. He also smoked me some bologna. Hint, hint, people out there listening. You want to smoke me some bologna? I would really appreciate it. <laughs> you know, bologna is one of those interesting things. It's it's oddly American. Like, it's American salami. And right. I don't I don't quite get it. Dude, um, I used to hate bologna. I used to think it was fucking trash meat. I was like, fucking poor people eating goddamn this cheap-ass sandwich meat. And then I had smoked bologna. And I was like, oh. Oh shit! Okay, it's meant to be. this is this has got flavor to it. I can deal with this. Smoked bologna is just fucking I mean, I would imagine amazing. It's, it's all fat, and it's all and it's so it's cheap. It's so fucking cheap. You can buy like a five pound brick of bologna <laughs> and yeah. smoke and eat on it for like three weeks. It's so goddamn good. Well, here's what I'll say, Brian. Um, first off. We need to consider doing a joint Thanksgiving next year in some capacity. Oh, oh, yeah. My Second. family really wants you and the missus to come up. And I was like, well, they have fucking family, too. And, they, and their exact quote, shit you not. Without skipping a beat, Uncle Ron was bring like, them bring them all up. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we, we can do some traditional uh, Dominican South African Thanksgiving things then. Uh, remember that part where I was like, my family is really white trash. Yeah, I mean, dude, y'all cook some fucking great food, though. Sharing good food doesn't... Oh, yeah. No. No, no, no. I was, I was, getting, I was getting more at the old... Um, when... when uh, fried, Ronald eat goat. When fried turkey was introduced, people were like, 
well, fuck we doing here? Are we digging up Jesus next and punching him in the face? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, let's calm down. We'll definitely have, we'll have some interesting dishes, but yeah, that'd be, Shit, yeah. that'd be an awesome time. Um, I think Thanksgiving is one of those things where like, as much as I just completely railed on my Thanksgiving, I still had a great time and that's oh, yeah. all that matters. Right. It's like the food isn't why people have Thanksgiving. The food, there's always something in the food that people complain about. And I just happened to this year not have the traditional experience that I'm used to. But it was an experience. And I now know that I'm not a huge fan of cornmeal stuffing. And I'm not a huge fan of uh, white gravy with turkey and dry rub turkeys. (laughs) Because you have a brain. That's why you're not a fan of that. (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, in the end, it's like... That really isn't what Thanksgiving is about spending time with people you enjoy that you choose to spend time with. It doesn't always have to be family for those people not spending time with family every Thanksgiving. Like that's what it is. And that really kind of summed up my Thanksgiving this year. It was a great experience, even though the food. Um, yeah, I, I'll just I'll just be the chef next year. That's just, <laughs> if, if if this happens again, if I'm up at. uh the old uh, Brian Thanksgiving. I I know they cook good food. Uh, they cook. They bake better than any Thanksgiving I've ever been to. Oh, uh, dude! They we... make these blondies that oh, are. No, we do uh, chocolate caramel brownies. That's what. Yeah. The, that's well, what the fuck hold it on is. Now. Uh, your aunt makes these white chocolate chip cookie things. No, are they Mm-mm. the chocolate caramel things? The chocolate caramel brownies. Of? Yeah, my mom makes those. Yeah, uh, they're the shit. Yeah. That's really the only sweet that I have every year now. Is I'll have like two of those. Well, 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 I don't know uh, that you should have more after having two of those. No, no, because they're literally chocolate caramel mixed in with fucking brownie batter baked in the oven. By the time you get done with it, you're just like, ah, cool. I'm going to need some insulin because I'm now dependent. And then you play Jeopardy. Yeah, uh, Uncle Ron was very pissed that we didn't play Jeopardy this year. I was (laughs) like, well, I mean. Well, y'all had to leave early, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and. Honestly, the way the way it used to work was we would get down there on Wednesday, and this I honestly I swear to God this is the best way Thanksgiving like before we had Thanksgiving in Granbury, it didn't do we never did this, and since we've done it, it's literally the best way to do Thanksgiving. You get there on Wednesday afternoon, evening after work, uh, maybe you catch them for dinner, whatever you have dinner with the family out because everybody's been cooking all day in the in the kitchen. They want to go out to dinner. You go out to dinner Wednesday evening. And you come back and you just start fucking drinking. And you drink a lot. <laughs> so you're nice and tanked by about 10 o'clock Wednesday night. And uh, then you start playing fucking board games or, in our case, Jeopardy on the Wii. Or and, Xbox, depending on who's still up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it depends. It's going to really also depend on how what the youngest, how old the youngest person is living there. Cause, yeah. 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 Uh, Xbox is tough to figure out, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no. Uncle Ron was asking about you. Aunt Mary was asking about you. They were making sure. Uh, my mom was concerned that uh, uh, Mrs. Brian's friend Stephanie <laughs> had some place to go for Thanksgiving. I was like, you know, she has fucking family here, right? She lives not too far from them. She was like, oh, 
what do they want to come to Thanksgiving? I'm like, are we trying to make this? Like, are you guys trying to recoup some charges on Thanksgiving? Is that what you're doing right now? <laughs> you're trying to charge get... admission? Yeah, you're trying this to get is the... like Luby's, but in <laughs> Granberry. <laughs> trying to get the fucking head count up here so we can get, I got to pass that hat around after the second course. You know what I mean? Uh, try to re. Try no, to... man. I, that'd be amazing. Yeah, we'd love to come up. Uh, so if, if y'all are planning next year, just let us know. I'm afraid Absolutely. now that we're having this conversation on the air, there's going to be some people who will be like, oh, stop by. I'm like, hey, fucking get out of here, weirdo. Yeah. Uh, Unless you know where Granberry is, you're not invited. Well, you know, oddly enough, there is one dude that I've been uh, uh, chit-chatting with in the old DFW Beerstagram group uh, who actually lives out in Granberry. He was actually one of the dudes that I met up randomly with in Oklahoma City. Uh, You know, on that episode of uh, Drinking Beer with Strangers I met on the internet episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not get molested to everybody's didn't get molested. Also, speaking of molestation, did you see the message that I received on Sunday morning from a loyal listener? <laughs> I did, and I didn't understand. Seemed to be a little bit intense, hard in the paint, if you will. No, not uh, at all. Not at all. Which which episode was I on? This episode? No, you were not. It was on. Uh, it was a uh, Derek Parker and myself. Uh, okay, it was I the, did not finish that episode. That's was, why I, I was, was like, what are we talking about it here? Was like, episode, I don't remember this happening. It was a weird episode because I had fallen asleep before the cast started. Mm. I fell asleep for a full hour and uh, woke up to a bunch of missed messages going, what the fuck, Brian, where are we? <laughs> Brian, are we still doing this? Yeah. Are we still like, doing this? I was like, yeah, no, we're doing it. We're, we'll make this happen. Anyway, in that episode, apparently I was talking about dreaming and uh, getting molested in dreams. And I got this message. It said, catching up and enjoying the cast, Brian. But what is this stuff in your dreams about being molested by guys? That's some deep-seated fears right there. At that point, I was like, oh, shit, what did I say? Because most of the time when I say things, it's like 95% in jest on this show. I was like, oh, well, I feel like fuck. That's pretty well for everybody. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, fuck. I, I said something out of line. I, I'm going to have to apologize. As a white guy, you think automatically, like, there's going to be a fucking podium brought out in front of my house that I'm going to have to talk in front of or talk behind. <laughs> there's going to be cameras there. And I'm, like, I'm real sorry about that. I didn't mean to say it. Uh, just thought, all, all 50 people who heard it. Fuck, like, I thought, what well, you mean, 50 million? I, uh, sorry, I, thought, sorry. I, thought, I thought all little people. I thought all little people smelled the same. I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to offend anyone. Anyway, he goes, he goes, I usually laugh things off because you, he goes, I usually laugh things off because you guys honestly talk more dick and balls than the majority of the gay podcast I listen to. I'm low key referring to your show as no dick left behind. (laughs) And I said to myself, nah, it's pretty accurate. That's like 100% accurate. Since we took out, since we took out analingus from our fucking vocab, on a weekly basis, I feel like the dick ball talk has gone up about 10, 15 fold. It, it has not even existed on this episode up until this point. Well, you know what? We got to hit our quota, Frank. <laughs> I got the mayor breathing down my neck saying we need more dick talk. <laughs> I'd like to point out the fact that not one reference to any sort of sexual innuendo was dropped up until this point. It's This has been a very solid uh bookended cast i will say oh yeah no uh, I, I i bring i bring the message up because two two part one we love hearing listener feedback like that it's fuck it and when it's 
when it's spelled out that way, I don't it, know, that one felt a little bit like white gravy. No, it was not. It was white gravy on some fucking on on some Whataburger chicken strips. Is what it was. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, the perfect spot. This for perfect it. spot for fucking white gravy. White gravy can go. Fuck the off. only spot for country gravy. It and goes, some biscuits, maybe. It, biscuits, yes. Uh, mashed potatoes. Uh, you had sausage gravy, like some brown yes. sausage gravy on biscuits. Uh, Dude, I like I like white sausage Way gravy better. on biscuits. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh-oh. Anyway, we'll get into that God, later. I'll serve well, you that next time you're here. I feel like you, it's fucking. I don't understand why people like floury gravy. It has no substance. No, that's the best part, though, dude. Anyway, oh, yeah. water you, and cream. Oh, yeah. Water, cream, and pepper. Cracked black yeah. pepper and some oh, fucking sausage. Yeah, shoot that shit right in my veins. Shit, yeah, dude. Don't give me any beef stock. I just fucking <laughs> spray it all over my back. It's great. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah, anyway. Uh, no, I, br- I bring it up twofold. Uh, one, we thank you for uh, any listener feedback. It's it's greatly appreciated. You can always reach out to us on Nobier, at NobierLeftCast on Twitter and Instagram. DM us, whatever. Whatever uh, floats your boat, uh, let us know what's going on. Uh, also, if we ever say anything that uh, you find offensive or troublesome, also let us know. A lot of the times we... Or just turn the dial. Turn the dial. Well, I mean, not even that, because honestly, if you listen to us religiously... <laughs> And you got you, you you got a legit gripe? Let us know, because it is it is tough, uh, uh, being uh, three to uh, two to five uh, straight white dudes <laughs> talking shit on a podcast. Every now and then, you got some people fucking slipping up, and you got to catch each other. Sometimes we even miss each other. So don't don't hesitate to let us know where we're fucking up or where you want to see us improve more importantly and if it's ever about beer that you want to hear us improve about <clears throat> check your fucking privilege at the door because we're not changing any of that shit i fucking am hey. the end all be all no, no, i'm just kidding <laughs> let us let DM, us know about the, that dude the dms are the dms are always open to beer wrecks yeah so oh yeah dude uh, uh, especially new you got out there that you tried that's worth a try. Let us know. Just let us know which market you tried it in, so that we can like we pinpoint can. if we can actually get it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I had this beer in fucking Alaska. All right, yeah, all right, I'm good, good job, okay. asshole. Enjoy yeah, it in Alaska, sure it dickhead. I, I I reached out to someone today, actually, uh, based out of Tulsa, who also runs a podcast. Um, he posted a beer <laughs> that was literally made over two years ago, and I was like. <laughs> When did you drink this? <laughs> That's all I said in a private message because I didn't want to fucking comment on his photo and blow up his spot. I was like, when did you have that? And he's like, last week. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? That shit's like, it's had two birthdays. It's almost as old as my daughter. I'm not even kidding. I went and, and looked it's a Pilsner. it. <laughs> it was a double IPA. I went and uh, looked it up and I had it on August 25th, 2015. My daughter was born on August or on October 22nd of 2015. Are you fucking kidding me? She just turned That's three. Crazy. Like, did, like, what the fuck? Uh, I was like, okay. So I know they did a late, uh, a, a later run in 2016, and I said to myself, like, okay, maybe this is fucking, maybe, okay, maybe this is, maybe this is like a later run beer. And he was like, yeah, no, uh, it tasted good though. I was like, okay, where did you get this? I asked him some questions. I was like, uh, I thought it was the same spot that Parker gets his old ass beer every now and then. Turns out it wasn't. But I like I don't want to seem like I'm harassing people, but I also want to get to the bottom of what the fuck's going on. Speaking of what the fuck's going on, Frank, why did you just highlight a, a news story of a a giant cow? Brian, what the um, fuck is that? I'd like you to meet Nickers, the Holstein Frisian steer. Okay. Who 
um, clearly is too big. He's a gentle giant. It says to it says as. the Frisian steer is a bovine behemoth that sticks out from the herd. And sticks out is right. He's about three fucking steer. If you've seen no, cows, no. they're huge. Okay, he, he's three of them stacked on top of he, each other. You're painting the wrong picture. This is a fucking house in the middle of that, a field. That cannot be real. That it looks like a fucking <laughs> onion article. It's insanity. Real. And it's I got it sadly on this is not the onion. Uh, um, and he stands 194 centimeters tall, weighs 1400 kilograms which is double the weight and about 50 centimeters taller than any other cow uh, or any other steer of, of his kind. So if you look at this, this dude's fucking walking with some calves, dude. Like, it's the biggest fucking steer I've ever seen in my life. Um, dude can't get slaughtered because they don't have the facility for it. So he's going to live happily as a dog cow steer. Holy shit. Out in the field. Um yeah, Nickers the Steer. Absolutely appropriate name. Awesome looking steer. Dude, it looks it looks like a fucking billboard walking amongst <laughs> a fucking herd of cattle. Like, it's it's, like, have you seen, if you've driven anywhere where they have... The Chick-fil-A the billboards? Chick-fil-A billboards. Yes. It looks like the 3D Chick-fil-A cow. Except um, even fucking bigger. It's massive. This thing has cankles. <laughs> it's huge. Dude, it looks like Godzilla cow. Cowzilla. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking Cowzilla. This thing is huge. But yeah, do you so think, shout out to Nickers. He really did you, that shit up right. Do you think he thinks he's just one of the guys hanging in, blending in? I, don't, I, I bet he does. He probably is like, guys, guys, wait up, wait up. This is harder for me. Hey, guys. <laughs> Stop hiding below that eight-foot tree. I can't come in there. You know, he's got that, like, uh, giantism voice, you know, where his vocal cords stretch out too Let's just do that for the next ten minutes. Just what make if, low moves. What if he actually sounds. has a move that's for like a... He's a like, what if it's the complete opposite? You're like, oh, he's going to be super deep-throated, but no, when you get bigger as a cow, your vocal cords expand, thus they can vibrate at a higher frequency that's good that's good and, and not even vocal cords frank we're above that we use vocal folds that's what we describe mm-hmm. those voice boxes as anyway all right hey next thing before we hit out of here yes uh so huge controversy on the chess scene this week bro. oh god i fucking i've been following all this right. story closely <sighs> The World Chess Championships, okay? This is the one that people thought America could win this year. The guy actually, I think he he bowed out in the semifinals because he couldn't beat Magnus Carlsen. Yeah, sit your but, ass down. So Magnus is up against his fiercest competition yet. Oh, a fucking, um, a fucking $300 he, MacBook or a $300 Chromebook? Well, the dude's <laughs> worth $8 million from winning chess. <laughs> what a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> so... He's he's like sponsored by Bulova or Rolex, like Omega, one of the big watch brands. He's, so, is he sponsored anyways. by Tag? Is he a Tag Hour player? Fuck uh, maybe. I mean, because like the clock in chess is all that matters, right? So he's like, oh, if I need to check my watch. Da, 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 da. Oh, my God. Did you just yeah. write a tagline for this douchebag? Well, no, I didn't. That's like uh, the ad. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's so like what it is. So um, what they do is they play as many matches as needed until someone wins. And in chess, draws are quite common at this level. Okay. 
But in the last, in the championship, they limit the amount of games you can play. Because normally at that level, they're so evenly matched. You you play best of 12 and first person to win, right? So they played 12 games. And in the 12th game, Magnus had the opportunity to extend the match or just concede the draw. And if he concedes the draw... Then they go into like a tiebreaker mode, which is like a preset chess board where they like challenge each other it's to basically like overtime in college football. It's like overtime. Um, and just, he, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> instead of choosing to go for a possible victory, uh-huh. conceded because he was convinced he would beat this guy in the tiebreak. Okay. And it has. It has like lit up the chess world with just conspiracy theories, and yeah, it's pretty funny. This guy fucking at Deadspin wrote a fucking ten page article on what happened at this oh, world championship. Oh my god! <laughs> oh fuck uh, off! Are you fucking kidding me? First comment: I've loved your chess coverage and was equally shocked by yesterday's ending. Said, that said, I think you're doing a bit of a disservice to Carlson by em- emphasizing. The lost his nerve angle, so it's like, it's, oh my god, yeah, fucking, this is, you know what, you know what, everybody who says that beer people are fucking over the top, fuck off, fuck, fuck smooth. Go off. read this article. Try to read this article. Is it, why does that Actually, guy have a black like, eye? Go back, go on, scroll back down. Uh, he no, so they have an off day. <laughs> what did he have a fucking fight? What is he? Was he a, no, no? It, because these games take forever, you get a rest day. Because they're like chess is mentally taxing, sure. So they give them a day to recover. Yeah, they I just real quick rounds. they make fucking cricket players play for what thirty seven hours straight. Their fucking matches <laughs> last for fourteen days. And give yeah. a shit. They're out there drinking. I mean, so anyways, the they went they went and played some some soccer and he got elbowed. Yeah, so Magnus got a bit of a a black eye. But yeah, so uh, chess can go several days. Bobby Fisher is widely known because he beat the. Well, Russian and became the, the grand champion. And known, he, yeah, known for a couple his game, things. His match went like seven days. <laughs> He's known for a couple things. Yeah, one of those is... <laughs> one, of those Bobby is Fisher? one of those is denying the Holocaust, but the other is, uh, yeah, sure, he's uh, pretty good at chess. <laughs> okay. All right, last one, Brian. <laughs> okay. Last one before we head out. <laughs> John Bolton has not listened to the Kasegi tapes because he doesn't speak Arabic. <laughs> oh, fuck smooth off. Are you goddamn kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's such a shame that no one else in the State Department couldn't does. translate that. Fuck it. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Uh, this is the part where he's going, ow, ow, ow. That's my fucking thumb. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. That's my ear. <laughs> I didn't listen to it because I don't speak that language. Hey, yeah. dickhead. What do you mean? You don't understand torture and yelling and I don't know. What's that? Oh, God. Is that him in an acid bath? You fuck. Hey, dickhead. <laughs> Do you know that we have you're the goddamn you we're we're part of the most powerful country in the world. We can figure out how, what the fuck he's saying. Okay, you're you know not. Google Translate? Fucking start it here. Just start over in California. We got that shit. We can just run that. Yeah, just hold your cell phone up to the speaker, but I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a lot of <laughs> ah like ow, they're definitely fucking killing me. Yeah. It's just over and over again. Yeah. All their goddamn Don't kill same. me. Please don't kill me. I'm pretty sure you need like seven words and you can translate the tape there. Oh, my probably. God. They're fucking killing me right now. They are <laughs> definitely fucking killing me. For any, I can't believe they're just like... <laughs> for any Adam Sandler fans, uh, 
please go back and listen to uh, one of his albums where uh, he plays the uh, Man on the Street quiz where we ask people, are these people having sex or are they working out? And it's just two dudes going, oh, we're definitely fucking, oh, yeah, oh, bang me in the butt, oh, God, yeah, take it all the way deep. And I'm like, uh, what do you think, sir, were those people working out? Or were they having sex? And I'm like, well, those people are definitely having sex. No, I'm sorry, they were doing the Russian, the Turkish get-up. Uh, thanks for playing. It's amazing what the uh, human ear can hear when it wants to hear that. <laughs> like, moving on. It's, it's fucking... like what John Bolton's looking for. Yeah, John Bolton's like, <laughs> like uh, can you tell me... <laughs> my... <laughs> can, can you tell me, is this man being murdered by the Saudi... <laughs> by the Saudis... Or has he lost his keys? I'm like, oh, he's definitely getting murdered by this. I'm sorry, he can't find the keys to his Audi. He's uh, searched <laughs> under the under the sofa, and another gentleman is trying to help him find it with a pair of scissors. He just happened to strike his palm. It's repeatedly. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, so, it sounds good, Frank. I'm glad we end on such a high note of uh, <laughs> state-issued murder. <laughs> hey, but Nicker's the cow. Yeah, the steer, I guess. <laughs> Nickers uh, the bovine awesome. behemoth. Yeah, uh, Nickers the giant. We'll just call him Nickers. Everybody uh, will know. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like that. <sighs> Listen, in the rest of the world, you can call, you can say the word Nickers. Everyone's like, yeah, cool, okay, cool pair of pants. Okay. Here in America, you'd be like, no, no, no talking Awfully about the clothes. Talking about Awfully the pants. It is. They are neighbors, and those neighbors, they're in an apartment complex. <laughs> And the door is one E and one three. Okay, you, you, they get mixed up all the time. Sometimes an off-duty police officer just walks into the wrong door and just shoots the person we'll inside. Call him Snickers, then. Uh, thank you, thank you. Snickers the cow, but the steer. Damn it! All yeah, right. let's, let's fucking close it out, Brian. stop trying to gender assign this fucking Brian, animal, Brian. You should have really had this set up for our uh, SpongeBob SquarePants creators death you know oh i do like our playout music should have been oh nope lives in a pineapple under the sea nope it is after thanksgiving so we do christmas on hollis by run dmc that's what we fucking do here on nobody left behind i'm just telling you absorbing in your own pores is he was he yeah was please past tense only when singing that song <laughs> yeah it's uh, nautical nonsense be something you wish is was something you wished now, let's all pour one out for the creator of Spongebob for creating awesome memes. And, uh, I don't know. What, I, just that? what an awesome show that was. Just retarding the uh, the, the knowledge. Retarding. Of, yes, no, he's definitely no. set back the knowledge, the level of education for our society. That was kids' comedy, man. Like, it, kids watched, I watched it for comedy. Villem and I watched that straight up for, for laughs, not for education. The difference you're is. You're sitting your kid down differences, for Spongebob no, no, and you're going to learn the, the English here's the issue. language. No. Good luck. Here's the issue. You're, th- th- those those shows have nothing to do with uh, education. They have nothing to do with uh, retention of any sort. No. And that's where I'm talking about the, the retardation of, of education, thanks to SpongeBob. Anyway, all that aside, uh, uh, rest, in, rest, in, rest in piss, uh, creator of SpongeBob. Almost said John Bolton, but that's not the creator of SpongeBob. No, Steven Hillenburg. <laughs> Steven Hillenburg. Rest in piss. Um. Uh, thank really you all. Cold. Do what? Really cold of you. No, it's not cold. Uh, it's uh, it's lukewarm. Luke's body temp at best. 
Anyway, uh, f- uh, thank you all for joining us on uh, yet another wonderful episode of No Real Left Behind. Uh, we thank you each and every week for coming in and uh, hanging out with us. Uh, again, just going to run through the standard dish uh, closing arguments here. Be sure to check us out over on Twitter and Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend that you haven't seen in a while. Hey, good to see you. Look at that cute kid. Have you listened to No Beer Left Behind? It's an awesome podcast. Let me see your phone. I'm just going to subscribe to it not, and then give a quick no rating. Not No Dicks Left Behind. Not No Dicks Left Behind. That is uh, Frank and Parker's second show that they do after Frank gets done with uh, Why Not. Anyway. Yeah, don't get that shit twisted because you'll, no. you'll get cranky. You know, the content's different. Uh, so yeah, uh, I actually heard this brought up on a podcast the other day. I'm like, uh, I think I'm gonna, I think we're gonna implement that here on Nobody Left Behind. If you've got a friend with a uh, with an iPhone, just be like, hey, can I borrow your phone real quick? I want to check this uh, i the, this uh, podcast app out. And they open a podcast app, just go to Nobody Left Behind, leave a five star review. I'd really appreciate it. Think of how many uh, old people you have this time of year around you have iPhones, don't know what the fuck you're doing with them. You'd be like, hey, I think need of your grandma who never would even open an iPad, like, yeah. open a fucking podcast app. Just, you yeah. know, just subscribe, just leave subscribe. a five star review. Five star review. It's all we ask. You know, just see how many of those we can get popped up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as you're sitting around the house this, uh, this holiday season, you're like, uh, what else can I do to help out Nobody Left Behind? Yeah, that's Cook it. Some fucking brown gravy. Cook some brown gravy, send some recipes to uh, some friends and family members, and be like, hey, don't ruin your don't ruin your welcome over at Frank's house. Make some brown gravy yeah, that's listen, worth a hey, shit. If you're gonna host, tell people the expectations. Oh, you're bringing cranberry sauce. It better be this. Better be this, and then call it done. Also, if you're uh, playing Forza Seven and you're like, hey, how can I play some multiplayer? You'd be like, hey, go uh, go search the Bryman OSU and uh, come race me over on Forza. I need to up my uh, up my status a little bit. I'm just kicking the yeah. I'm kicking the computer's ass too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shameless plug. Dude won't even play me in FIFA, but he's I, racing fucking Phantom. I, goddamn right cars. I am. Goddamn right I am. I gotta get the, I gotta get the goods. I'm trying to trying to earn an F50 right now. Yeah, shout if, out to Barca. We got a big game tomorrow. PSV Eindhoven. Yeah, and the fucking nutmeg. Why is nutmeg a fucking descriptor of a fucking uh, a pass in soccer? The move in between the legs. He's got nutmeg. I, I don't even know what the fuck. It's like saying someone got bodied. I don't, I don't you know. You know, Steven, Steven Hillenberg is from Lawton, Oklahoma. That's crazy. No, he's not, really. Yeah, he is. Lawton, yes. Yeah, so you're just shitting your own fellow Oklahoman for the Shit. retardation of society. But he's a fucking marine biologist. Get over yourself, Ryan. He's a marine biologist from Lawton, yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. Studying the you marine. You try to introduce people to the underwater magic. Shut up. Below the surface. I can't. Nope. Not doing this. All right, um, until next time, I'll let you close this out, Frank. But until next time, for Brian here in uh, far, far, far south Topeka, Kansas, I'm out. Place sucks anyways. (laughs) All right, he just didn't want to fucking say that he's from the land of McKinney, Texas. Uh, The the Um, shithole of McKinney, the taint of McKinney. Well, McKinney, really, honestly, Russia, again, if you're trying to possibly threaten America, I don't know your plans. Roger Stone does, but I don't. Um, Trump probably does, too. It just, please, McKinney, no one will miss it. Um, Avoid Tups. Tups is good. Y- yeah, but I mean, by that time, 
you know, we're splitting hairs. We, hopefully, we'll have a second brew location. We can get them out of there. Yeah, it's a good yeah, point. Yeah, just send them a note. Um, all right. Yeah. So, to marine biologist and SpongeBob creator Stephen Hillenberg. Uh, yeah. Uh, good night. I'm out. <laughs>